0: Welcome to the Moon and New Podcast. My name is Susan Hart. Together, we will explore the many aspects of the female menstrual cycle and weave into the conversation aspects of the full and new moon phases that impact on our emotional and physical body. There is an ancient calling in all of us to lift our heads and acknowledge the moon. Come with us as we explore ways to anchor ourselves in her energies, bring stability to our own cycles, and learn to make the most of each week by learning what hormones govern our days. I am so grateful you are here. Hello listeners, we're back again. It is such a pleasure to have you here, and it's always a pleasure to have my co Anchor with me, Kerry Hurigan. Hello.
1: You know what I love about you, Sue? Tell me. You always speak the truth. I know you love it when I'm here.
0: (laughs) I do. I do. And I'm actually fascinated by um, this particular podcast. I'm fascinated by all our podcasts. Um, I love the the Libra energies because my moon Mm. is in Libra. (laughs) It is. And I know that from my birth chart. (laughs) That's so right. I'm actually quite it fascinated. Is. And I think today we I want to focus also on like seeking balance and appreciation on this podcast yep. as well. Yeah.
1: That's what. Libra is all about
0: yeah so take it away my friend
1: okay so this is a new moon in Libra happening on the 16th and 17th of October depending on where you are in the world and it will be at 23 degrees and 52 minutes in Libra so currently we have the Capricorn stellium of Saturn Pluto and Jupiter all together there in that constellation and we have some retrograding planets Neptune which is in its own Sign of Pisces, Mars and Eris. Mars being in its own sign of Aries, and Eris representing discord and chaos. Need I say any more? With 2020 and uranus is in taurus and i have to mention mercury is retrograding 14th and 15th so just before probably just as you're hearing this podcast is uh retrograding in scorpio and will go direct on the 3rd of november in libra Mm. itself so um mercury is one that has to mention because it's to do with our communications and short trips things like you know our cars um computers little things can go wrong um so it's it's
0: 2020
1: so (laughs) i mean just throw it on the pile you know (laughs) kerry throw it on the pile i know i shared a facebook the other day that said i wouldn't be surprised if the dinosaurs (laughs) 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 or Or aliens or aliens i'll i'll be on the spaceship i'm i think i'll I'll yeah. go with them. Mm-hmm. So just a quick word on the retrograding motion. This gives us a chance to put on the brake, slow down and review that area of our life that the retrograding planet is transiting. When a planet, this, the, What it looks like is when uh, a planet appears to stop motion and it goes backwards. And this, of course, is an illusion. And it's because we are viewing it from our perspective. A good analogy is when you're in traffic, and you catch up with the car in the lane beside you and the wheels look like they are going backwards even though you are both moving forward. Now, depending on where these planets are transiting in your chart, it suggests we can put the brakes on. As I said, look at what and where they correlate to. It is making itself known for that reason and so you can do something about it. So I love this saying from Louise Hay. Is it Louise Hay or Louise Hayes? Louise Hey. Hey, I thought so. Um, And she says, everything is revealed to me and everything I need comes to me in my highest and best space time sequence. I just love that. Mm -hmm. So look to see, well, actually, sorry. So you can look to see where these planets are transiting in your own chart and you can go to a website called astro.com and you can create your own chart for free. So I'll move on to the moon, Suze. So the moon is our internal world of emotions and feelings. This is that very private part of us that we only know. It is our instinctive emotional reactions and responses and what makes us feel comfortable and safe. This part of the moon, I cannot stress enough. If you can accomplish this, Everything that comes along is a bonus and you can handle anything that comes along. So emotional security can only come from within. When we put our security in things or people outside of us and they leave or are taken away, we can go into a life crisis. And this is excellent for Libra, as you will see. The moon represents the energy of our mother, whether that was your biological mother or a mother figure. It's the home, the past, our main emotional needs and what fulfills us on a daily basis. It's reflective and nurturing and it shows us how well we were nurtured as a child and shows how we nurture others. Intuitive and sensitive, it rules the breast, stomach, which is the seat of the emotions and female hormones. The moon is our self-image and how we see ourselves. Our ego is also represented by the moon so when you look at the moon and you consider your ego consider how close they are this is how where we mature develop and grow through our emotional body and it starts with knowledge so as you say when you are aware you're you're in control control. absolutely so there's also the distortion of the moon and this is best described as emotionally self-indulgent timid overreactive moody indecisive and acute sensitivity when unhealthy emotional reactions occur irrationality can be the result the new moon is as it says it's the new moon starting which starts the new cycle and this is the perfect time to set your intentions and you'll see as i go through the sign of libra how you can modify that to suit the libran new moon So Libra is a cardinal air sign ruled by Venus, symbolized by the scales relating to the principle of eye balance. Medically, it rules the kidneys, adrenal glands and the lower back. Being one of the air signs, Libra is very social. Their close relationships and partnerships are extremely important to them and they initiate all kinds of relationships with all types of people. Their instinct is to want to please the other and will often put others' needs before their own. They have a tendency to compromise their own needs for the sake of another as they seek approval. This can make it difficult to have their own deeper needs met. When Libra gets lost in another, it needs the subjectiveness of Aries to bring it back to its center. So our last podcast was about Aries, the full moon, so they are polarities to each other. So you might like to go back and listen to the podcast of the full moon and Aries too get all the information on what what aries is about they have the ability to find harmony with their diplomatic expertise keeping things on an even keel checking in with cooperation to find that balance this is the lesson for libra by experiencing all kind of extremes in others learning how to set center, center oneself libra does not like confrontation at all and will avoid it at all costs to keep things harmonious Venus rules Libra and it represents listening. Often we can hear someone, but do we really listen to them? And do we listen to ourselves? Just a quick note that Venus also rules Taurus, a personal internal sign correlating to our inner world. Libra has a deep sense of fairness and justice, hence the scales. They have great integrity and can be the bridge with their diplomatic tendencies. They make excellent counsellors and peacemakers with the ability to see both sides. They're wonderful mediators where compromise is required. Libra is about values. What do you value in yourself and others? Ruled by Venus, again, it's also about love and the love of beautiful things relating to the arts and culture. Being highly social, they love to have dinner parties, sometimes are very interested in human relations and have very elegant and beautiful homes. They are very conservative and intellectual, very intelligent. The unhealthy side of Libra is they can be indecisive, flip-flopping from one thing to the other. They can be in denial and they can project onto another that can result in unpleasant unpleasantness and disappointment okay so the new moon in Libra signifies a new cycle where you can put your intention on a new beginning in the realm of relationships cooperation valuing yourself and finding your balance so just some examples of the new moon in Libra that may be trans that is transiting your chart so you could if it's falling in the sixth house this could be a new beginning in health to bring your body into balance if it's the second house it could be new ways to organize your finances and sue you are working on a new financial course that
0: when is it I coming am. in next year it's next year yes. Right. so it's um six modules six lessons with each module and it's going to be amazing.
1: will be amazing because mm. mm. I know you'll put all sorts of things in there. So in your 10th house, which is where the new moon in Libra is yes. transiting for mm. you, maybe you'll be finding new ways to work smarter where mm. you're not. Retirement? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the bookkeeping world, I tell you. Yes. We've been doing it for 25 years. I think it's time we have a bit of a retirement, yeah. Yes, semi-retirement.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But that's it for me.
0: Thank you. That's fascinating stuff. It's wonderful. I've never thought of myself as a like a Libran moon, but the more I learn about it, I think I am.
1: Oh, you mm. definitely are from an mm. observational point of view. Mm. I see this all the time, mm. how you will greet people and you greet us all the same. Mm. Whether you like us or not, I don't know. Even but, during but, COVID.
0: <laughs> Come here, you. <laughs> <Yes. Mwah. laughs>
1: COVID, yeah. no. Yeah, but you do, yeah, that's, mm. it's Thank I you. can see it in many ways. And that um mm. Yeah, there's some things that I often see that you'll do you and I think, oh, there's that Libra Moon mm. again. Even the way you have this set up mm. is balanced. It's all balanced. Actually, out.
0: you're absolutely right. I love everything. Look like at the thing behind me. Yes, I was looking yes. at that, yes. It's all very colour-coordinated and symmetry. And I'm not quite sure whether that's because of my bookkeeping accounting head um, or... Yeah, maybe that is as well. I, yeah, That's why I probably went there when I shouldn't have actually gone into accounting. But anyway, that's another story. Let's go on to the <laughs> menstrual cycle. Okay, so week one. So my understanding of the and sign, Kerry, mm-hmm. their natural strength is to love and care for each other or for and for care for others. So to seek balance and appreciation this week, let's spend some time caring for the one person who needs it most. That's with you. Kerry, it starts with you. Well, it's always started with me, but
1: that's another story.
0: (laughs) So I want to talk about um, how you can create your own red tent, a place where you can go to find silence and solace. It can be a garden, the beach, the park, your room, an actual tent, your car, but make it a nice space where you enter for a time or whenever you need to sigh, cry or take a deep breath, you know, to deep, really deep. Breathe deeply. Appreciation for your cycle can be difficult when you're in pain because pain is very subjective, isn't it, Kerry? Like someone's Absolutely. pain, my pain is probably nowhere near as bad as Kerry's pain and Kerry's pain is nowhere near as your pain, listener. So, But pain is pain. This is the perfect week to witness your patterns of behavior and choices you make during this week. Weed out the ones that no longer serve you and cultivate the ones that honor you. Questions to ask yourself this week are, what foods am I eating this week to support my blood loss? What exercise am I giving my body to stop stagnation and invite endorphins to help with the pain? Now, I haven't spoken about endorphins for a little while, but endorphins are the natural painkiller that our body produces when we're like in physical activity. So the best thing to do this week, go for a walk, a really brisk walk that will increase your endorphins, that will help with your cramping investigate the severity of your pain and agitation become aware of it is your mental agitation brought about by pain or vice versa how long does your mood last here's an example according are you drawing there Carrie? no
1: i'm not i'm just <laughs> trying to work something out as your it's okay before talking so
0: here's an example according to ndtv and i'll put a link in the facebook page beetroot helps in repairing and reactivating the red blood cells in the body which further increases the supply of oxygen to all parts of the body. So one of the best ways to consume beetroot for anemia is to have it in the form of the juice. So beetroot juice is a healthy potion. Yeah, I like to call it a potion that can do wonders for your overall health. So this is what I'm sort of wanting you to investigate this week during this Libran moon is to investigate what are some of the things that you can do to help your body. mm I just think that's fantastic, walking and having a beetroot juice this week. I used to do that all the time. See how that can help lift the mood, uh, help with your blood loss. Ask yourself the questions.
1: I always learn something, you know. I learn something all the time. Mm-hmm. Every time we do this. Mm-hmm.
0: wish I had me when I was So do I. me back then.
1: Yes. Oh, mm. God. Oh, my God. I wish we had was. us
0: when we were back then. You don't know how lucky you are, listeners. <laughs>
1: I know. So the first week, yes, find new ways to bring your well-being into balance. And I thought, well, not just nutritionally, emotionally, mentally, as Libra is a mental sign after all, spiritually, and include meditation. If you don't meditate, start a meditation practice. You don't have to do it for hours on end. You only have to do it for a couple of minutes. And it stays with you for days, even if you don't do it every day. It mm. just it has that calmness mm. and it will stick with you.
0: So Can I important. ask you a
1: question? Yes. When you meditate, do you see anything?
0: No, I try not to uh, inv- invoke like images because they distract me. Not images, but
1: do you see, because when I do it, I see this purple swirling
0: thing come in yeah
1: and it's violet in color so Mm. your third eye is violet Mm. or that chakra is violet yeah and because i have an extremely active mind as you know sue Mm -hmm. Mm. you poor thing (laughs) times what i do to you Mm. but my mind has to be doing something even though my my body does eventually it does get there but i just watch this swirling purple thing
0: so you're giving your mind an activity which is good because what happens from my understanding about meditation and from my teachers um angie and amy and elena brower they all mention the fact that the mind gets goes towards pulling you back into the world so your job is to every time your mind gets pulled away into a story You've got to come back, and you've got to have something to come back to. So, breathing is breathing. A good thing. Yes,
1: Breathing's a great Mal- way to start. Yeah. yeah,
0: marla beads, or as you had mentioned, um, a picture in your head, which is the swirling um, yeah. purple swirls, which is great. Something that's going to bring you back to sitting still. So that's important, yeah. And for me, I do a lot of breath work. Mm. But when I first started, I didn't know about breath work. So I then thought, I'm just going to go cross-eyed within my head and just look at that my third mm. eye. And I see white. Oh, do you? Yeah, I see white. <laughs> so isn't that weird? <laughs> well, I'm not so surprised. listeners, if there's anybody out there who understands chakras and who understands about what we're actually seeing, I see white, Keza sees purple. Yeah. Please tell us. Yeah, yes, I'd love to We need now. to know. Okay, good. So week two, we're on to week two. So your energy and mood should be lifting this week. The slow increase of estrogen will be at its zenith around day 14 when you ovulate. This week is such a ride and you need to catch the bus early and ride with it all the week long, all the way to the beach. That's what I say. While you are riding high on estrogen, allow yourself some time to look at areas of your life that not only affect your menstrual cycle, but perhaps contribute to your mood swings in the coming weeks ahead. As a bookkeeper uh, and in the accounting industry, finance is an area that always comes up front of mind when your body is out of balance. So finance or money, money is very polarizing. We either have too much or too little and either way, issues arise that cause us stress. Week two is a perfect time to do this because your brain is alert, more open to creative ideas and your mood can be managed due to all these beautiful hormonal Um, estrogen highs so looking at your finance can be a daunting prospect especially if you don't have the skills to begin your journey so a simple remedy is to begin with a journal pen and calculator and we've done many exercises over Mm. over the months in these podcasts write everything you buy in a journal everything from bus ticket or uber to a coffee coffee a house whatever (laughs) put it all in one column and at the end of the week add it all up put a tick next to the credit card purchases and a love heart next to the purchase you make with your own cash or your own debit card money or your own money so love heart when you use your own money and a tick if you use a credit card a great idea i've not heard that before Mm. so your job is to get as many love hearts as possible is a fascinating exercise and it helps you understand your pattern of spending impulse buying and staying within a weekly budget so i think we mentioned earlier in a previous podcast or was it earlier in this podcast i can't even remember but we were talking about my finance course which i will be launching in 2021 very simple easy understandable steps to help you manage your finances because if we could get your stress hormones under control Therefore, your sex hormones will be more healthier. So we need to decrease the stress hormones and increase a balance in your sex hormones. And I believe personally that finance is one of those areas where we need to get under control. And I am enjoying getting all this together. And the first lesson, Kerry, can Mm. you believe it? It's all about gratitude. Yes. Great. Gratitude. Because it all stems from gratitude. It's what you have right now no matter how much or how little, that is a stepping stone to financial freedom, is gratitude.
1: I think that's a fabulous idea, Sue. Finance and money causes more stress than anything and Mm. leads to dire, terrible, terrible consequences Mm. when people don't have enough money or perceive they don't have enough money. Mm. If you can put your finances in balance, Mm. that will take so much It give you so much relief. So what new ways can you approach your finances? Well, you've already given one. And you may consider ways to create new income streams. And we have a slight little announcement to make uh, that Sue and I had – we're always up (laughs) to things, you know, always have been. But we had a course years ago, it must be 10 or more years Mm, ago, mm. to – help people create an income based on their knowledge
0: mm. Mm. and
1: i thinking if and i'm i have the greatest admiration for these two women i think it's two women can make can make money out of cooking things from four ingredients that's all that's all mm. it's about mm. um so I'll be creating that and it'll be coming in to coincide with Sue's course. So this gives you another option. But um, the other thing I thought of with this is is look at other things that is causing you stress and anxiety. Mm. And, you know, you have not only the Libra and Moon to help you find the balance, you've got its polarity sign of Aries. Aries is that very powerful forward-moving energy that will push you along and these two signs they work together in fact all the signs of the zodiac does if your anxiety or stress is very concerning to you then of course i always mention byron Mm. katie because she helped me and made such a huge Mm. difference and Mm. now you know she has a process that will help you with that stressful thinking
0: Mm. yeah thanks carrie that's a good cause too i remember developing. We had a lot
1: of fun with that. Yeah, we
0: we did. Yeah. Well, that's where the (laughs) moon and you came from, from that particular course, to be able to, well, what is is it that I'm good at? What am I good at? Mm -hmm. What are my interests? What do I love? What am I an expert at? What I'm, you know, I mean, you just, you'd be surprised, listeners, at how amazing you truly are. And if we can help you make money out of how you truly are, then all I say, let's, let's just go for it.
1: And if you're not sure, astrology will tell you.
0: Mm. Mm. Exactly. Week three. We're on fire today. I know. Okay. So, I actually, I wish I understood the power of the second half of the cycle of phase two when I was a very young woman. I really wish I knew about this. So do I. I only understood one thing, Kes, and that was the period. <laughs> I mean, even the word, like we call it the moon time now, but that's why, you know, I know week three is not about the period, but. But I didn't know anything about it. So I'm just, it just amazes me how much I learn even now. So there is so much accessible information in this age of knowledge that your understanding of these coming weeks should be very well grounded, especially if you've been with us for a long time on our podcast. For example, progesterone plays an important role in brain function and is often called the feel-good hormone because of its mood-enhancing and antidepressant effects. Optimal levels of progesterone promote feelings of calm and well-being while low levels can cause anxiety, irritability and anger. In during week 3 and week 4, you know you're prone to anxiety, you're prone to irritability and you're prone to anger. It might be that your progesterone levels are not optimal. So important to to get that checked out. So it makes sense then to ensure that your progesterone levels remain as optimum as possible throughout the entire two weeks of your remaining cycle. The idea of PMS and PMDD may be a result of low levels of progesterone in the remaining few days of your cycle. Yes, you do need to get it tested. I said that in the last podcast. But in the meantime, lowering stress levels is an absolute must to bring balance back to your sex hormones. And this is what this podcast is all about, reducing your stress hormones to bring balance back to your sex hormones of estrogen and progesterone and testosterone, which occurs around about days 11, 12, and 13, just leading up to ovulation. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, week three is, a. Uh, I always found it to be, I'd start off good and then there was that dip. Now yes. I'm out of kilter.
0: Well, I didn't mention about the dip, but thank you. The dip is very important mm-hmm. to understand because that's when you ovulate at day 14, that's when your estrogen drops and that's when your progesterone is produced from the sac where the egg has been released from. So your progesterone then starts to happen. It doesn't actually come straight away, but it is happening, but you feel that estrogen drop. And so you might feel a slight pain in your abdomen. I used to get that. Yes, and then you'll feel a bit of a mood mood shift because you think, because basically I'm going to swear here, so let me inoculate you there. <laughs> but you you'll say fuck. I was happy just a moment ago, like yesterday, and then today I'm feeling quite shitty. So and that's the drop. That's mm-hmm. that that awareness shift that you need. And if you're not aware of the physical changes in week 3, you could create a story and start mindfully causing yourself some unnecessary grief around why you feel this way Mm. yeah so thanks for that reminder kerry
1: that's okay because that used to catch me unaware because i would be thinking right i'm going to do this today i'm going to do that and i'd get to work and it wasn't there Mm. and it was a real struggle Mm. and an effort
0: Mm. to
1: complete those things so the Libran energy can address your needs what are your needs for that Mm. for this week do what you can if you can if you ha- when you know this you immediately have that time to plan for this drop and you think right this week okay it may come along so with as you've mentioned the nutrition of um, beetroot juice and exercise mm-hmm. uh, you can you can have that that time to plan for this drop but take the. Beautiful part of Libra that looks after the needs of others, and you apply it to yourself. Mm. So that's
0: lovely. Mm.
1: Yeah. Do something loving for yourself. Mm. This is Venus rules Libra,
0: and it's not about selfish at all. No, so no. selfish means to me a bit, a bit more narcissistic behaviour. Yes, whereas self love is completely different, and you need to get your head around the two. So selfish. Is more narcissistic, self love is love.
1: Another thought I just had if you are in a position where you are continually giving to others, and women do this a lot, I'm not saying men don't do it, but it seems to be more with women. You lose yourself, you, you lose do. your energy, you are depleted of mm. energy and there's nothing left for you. Mm. And so Aries, when you say selfish, Aries is an incredibly selfish sign. <laughs> In fact, all the fire signs are. But it it
0: has that power to pull you back. Yes, okay, well, that's to important to know. Yeah, pull you back to instead of giving out all your love to everybody, which is a wonderful thing to do. I think that that's um, an act of service. You know, I just love that um, uh, that Gandhi quote and where he says, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. But I think that we also have to remember that if you lose yourself too much, then you do have to come back and care for yourself as well, which is what you mentioned before.
1: Well, when they say, you know... Uh Uh, Yes, your cup runneth
0: over. Yeah,
1: cup that's wonderful, and have it run over everybody. But if it's nothing in your cup,
0: Hmm. so when you find yourself, this is another another. So find yourself first in the service of others. But yeah. once you find yourself, listeners, that's when you've got to go, okay, pull yourself back, mm. Put your reins in, you know. So if you're a very selfish person or narcissistic person, which I have been, I tell you what, in the past. Haven't we all? Oh, my goodness. But once you're aware of it, you can go, oh, okay. So then serving others is a beautiful, beautiful space to be in. And then you can turn yourself towards yourself and love yourself in a way that is self-love. So
1: when you're talking about the cup... I'm oh, sorry, were you
0: busy? Yeah, that's very confusing. Hopefully that made sense.
1: <laughs> so when you talk about the cup, mm. the cup has to be full for you first mm. before it can run over everybody else. So many metaphors oh, today. look, we can just <laughs> go on and on and on. But it's, it's so true. And women, especially, I think, mothers, mm. they give to everybody mm. and everything, mm. and the, I'm so tired. Mm. And mm. I hear this, I see it, as you do. Mm. And you think, how do you do all of that? Mm. So, and that may mean you go out for a walk or you run a hot, a warm bath or yeah. whatever it is you need to do, go for a swim or, mm. or whatever that means mm. for you to get you back to the centre. Mm. And you, you, when you do that, you are a better mother, you're a better wife, better sister, better auntie, um, mm. a, because you've got enough for you now, mm.
0: Mm. you know. Thank you, oh, Wise one. Thank you. <laughs> okay, week four, week four. So if you maintain a healthy, balanced level of progesterone during the second half of your cycle, PMS may not raise its ugly head this week. Also, if you do not ovulate at day 14, you may not have any progesterone at all. And in that case, PMS and her sister, PMDD, could be quite acute. So I would encourage you all to examine this. If you suspect your ovulation is not occurring, again, check in with your health professional because it is so very important. I didn't even know that women, some women don't ovulate, Kerry. And if you don't ovulate, oh. there'll be no progesterone coming yeah. out of the sac. So therefore, of course, estrogen might even rise and be acute, uh, be high all the way through your cycle. So yeah, so I've referenced Dr. Libby Weaver here as well when she says, it is critical for you to know and often the assistance of a health professional is required while you are not ovulating, rather than just treating for low progesterone. So you may not even have progesterone. So instead of treatment for low progesterone, find out if you are ovulating. Simply treating low progesterone in this case won't resolve what is really going on. And ovulatory cycles... Helping the body to re-establish an ovulation pattern will, amongst other benefits, generate a healthy progesterone level. Ovulation may not occur when there is a consistent, relentless output of stress hormones, polycystic ovarian syndrome is present, or there is a poor thyroid function. This is not necessarily a thyroid disease. The thyroid gland is not working properly, basically. So let's get balanced. Let's get you balanced, dear listener. Use this time to dive into your health and really lose PMS forever.
1: That's wonderful, Sue. The thoughts I had was if having my own recall, if ever there was a week to be balanced, it's this week. Mm. It can be hell, Mm. as I recall. Um, If you have been meditating, this will help enormously. And include exercise. Mm. It all helps. It really does. And be around beauty, nature's beauty. Well, Walking. we're beautiful. We are, be around our podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> and beauty comes in all sorts of ways. Mm. You can, you know, be in nature where mm. you see beauty, a beautiful sunset or sunrise, mm. uh, uh, to be around animals mm. or. Um, just lovely soft clothes, baths, you know, Mm. anything that's going to be where you, you're in beauty. What I would do this week, if you are like that and stresses are incredibly acute and you're coupling that with the moon, the emotional side with that acute sensitivity, this is the week to address them. Mm. Exactly the thoughts you have word for word. Mm. And then you can take yourself off to Byron Katie because she does give you the process to address that exact thought
0: mm. we, i thought you're going to say take yourself off to byron bay <laughs> sit on the beach and have a really good time well, you can
1: go to byron bay and listen to byron kane <laughs> <Cain. Yeah. laughs> yeah. but that gives mm. you the tool mm. to have mm. and mm. and look you know i i can't stress it enough sue mm. can't stress it enough mm. to take care of yourself mm. you know mm. first and it's not it's the most unselfish thing you will ever do yeah
0: lovely Okay, dear listeners, I hope that you can um, stay on the podcast because I'm going to have a beautiful meditation at the end of this. But if you've had enough of us, then by all means, you may go. (laughs) School (laughs) is out. (laughs) We really appreciate you being here and we consider you family and we just love you. So thank you very much.
1: And I love the thought, because we don't have children ourselves, that we can pass on Mm. our thoughts and experiences Mm. um, to someone
0: Mm. it's very healing for us isn't it
1: oh extremely healing Mm. because you wouldn't talk about your period Mm. when we were younger Mm. you didn't mention it in Mm. fact if you mentioned it it was Mm. well you get all sorts of reactions from Mm.
0: it but Mm. you didn't
1: even talk about it thank god that it's Mm. changed now Mm. it's wonderful okay Thank you, Kerry. Take care, everyone. Thanks, Sue. Bye-bye. Bye-bye,
0: everybody.
2: To help clear your mind at the end of a busy day, take a moment to yourself. Tuning into your breath, become aware of your natural rhythm. On your next inhale, begin to gently deepen the breath. Allow your breath to become steady, peaceful gentle Watch them as they leap into the sky and scuttle away on the breeze. These thoughts do not serve you now, and it is time to disconnect from work and spend time with your family and friends. each breath brings a new burst of bubbles onto the breeze as each bubble floats off into the distance feel your mind become calm your body relax and your soul become light Continue to release your thoughts until you reach a point of relaxation and can enjoy the present moment you are in.